Life is full of personal wins. I'm still waiting for mine. Whether it's cleaning your house or getting that dream car, winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling your home and auto. Chrissy, you're always on top of all of this. Well, I am very deficient in some areas, but this is not one of them. I also love how personal State Farm is. I love my State Farm agent, Mike. Shout out to Mike. And guess what? Today, you guys can talk to a State Farm agent to learn how to bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, wait for it, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability amount on discounts and savings and eligibility vary by state. Summer is almost here, you guys, and I'm so excited. I know like a lot of you, you're planning vacation with your friends and family, and I'm trying to pack light. This is something I've been working on. I have a tendency to overpack, so I'm shopping Macy's for new shoes that I can wear all day with anything and not have to bring 75 different pairs. And I'm also excited to lay out in the sun and own the day with key pieces from Macy's, like new Dolce Vita sandals and Levi skirts. I am ready to relax and look and feel great. So remember, just shop Macy's.com slash own your style to look and feel great. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Calm Down with Aaron and Carissa is a production of iHeartRadio. I, full disclosure, I fully showered, fully washed my hair, even blew this hair out and then put it in a ponytail like I always do. But why did I do that? Because Matt Damon is on the podcast today. Aaron, look at you definitely did a blowout. Allie, what? I did a deep condition, deep condition. Uh, we changed up the lights. We we did a speed test all around the house in Montana to make sure the Wi-Fi was good. And it, it can't crap out on Matt Damon, mm-hmm. you know? You're the queen of impersonations. He's in a movie, a new movie called Stillwater, uh, yeah. which is out in theaters on July 30th. Matt Damon, what a dream. We have so many questions for him. Of course, the sports side of things. We have Matt Damon on our podcast. Cat. We have Matt freaking Damon. Jimmy Kimmel hates him. We love him. I mean, we have Matt Damon. How about them apples? You know, that. well, the, uh, we're going to get a, a, all of them out and talk about the things that he has going on in his life. He is so great, but I need you to give me an impersonation of Bill Baker. So he plays this guy, Bill Baker in the movie. Everyone, please go out and see it when it comes out in theaters. But he plays, how, how, what are we calling him? A roughneck? What is he called in the movie? A roughneck. He works on an oil rig Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in Oklahoma. And you're the queen of impersonation. So I need a Bill Baker. He was he was great, too. He had the goatee. He was jacked up. He walked like he had the plaid top buttoned up to the top with the Wranglers. I thought he was adorable. Really hot in this movie. Um, Yeah. There's a scene where the girl he becomes close with the little girl. Maya is locked out of his room. He's like, y'all, you locked out. And she's like, what? K, you need your K. And he was talking about, he was great. I mean, here's the thing. The South, they're my people, but I, I, I can't do Matt Damon. I mean, it, yeah. No, you were good. I, I actually, I, I thank I, you. Yeah, I was in on it. I loved seeing a movie again. What about you? We talked about this a lot. It was great just seeing a movie. I was telling you, so when I was working full-time at Extra, we would always have to go, I shouldn't say always, we would go to these junkets because, we, you know, doing these interviews with actors and actresses, you needed to see the movie beforehand. Well, on average, you'd go to like two of these things a week for all the interviews that we were doing. 
I haven't been to a screening in yeah. two and a half years. I have never been more excited to go to a screening. And, you know, after a while, you're like, oh, God, another one of these things. I was the first one there. I, like, had the theater all to myself. I was like, okay, pick my seat. I was so jacked up to go into a movie theater. And because it's him. I mean, dude, yeah. unbelievable Academy Award winner, along with a 100 million other awards that he's won. But, yeah, it was really great to watch a movie again so i'm excited to talk to him about that and not to mention his sports connections i mean being mm-hmm. you know from boston so we'll have you met him before i've done an interview with him before in the junket thing but again see this is why i'm excited to have him on our podcast because we get him for more than two minutes yeah you know how it is because you've been on the other side of those things right when you walk in and it's your 700th interview of the day they're like just i, I remember i was doing an interview one time with alexander skarsgård and margot robbie and it was for tarzan mm. And at this point, like, I am, like, the last one on the list. They are so sick of answering the same questions. I went in with my agenda questions I was supposed to ask to bring back to Extra. I sat down. I could see their faces being like, yeah, like, knowing I was going to ask all the same shit that everyone else was asking. I just handed them the question. What did you do? This is what I did. I handed them the piece of paper, and I go, which one of these do you guys want to answer? They were like, let's see what you've got. And they were, like, so into it. And then they started asking each other questions. I literally didn't ask one question and it was the cutest interview because they started mocking the whole like, oh, what did you do to prepare for this role? And like all of those annoying questions that these poor actors get over and over again. So it was awesome to like, I don't know, switch it up. But that's why I like a podcast format too. It's so much chill, more chill, good English. Um, but I try to do that a lot, like with our features, right? And and certain guys, you can do more of it because you're comfortable. You have a great relationship with them. Like I, Rogers always jokes with me about the the paper that I have sitting in front of me, and I have scribbles all over it, and he sees it, and I redo it, and then he always knows there's a question or two in there from my dad, right? Aww, so I always cute. preface it by that, and I'm always like, here's one from Clark, and it's like Aww. usually one he's not gonna like repeat on air, but it's like for me to pass along intel to my dad. And I think last year when I saw Brady on a Zoom and I did an interview with him, he he knows, and I have told him stories before about preparation. I've also asked him, who does he like? Who does he not like? And Mm -hmm. they know when you're ready to go and it, it, or if it's just like the same crap. So it says here, but he like sat down, he goes, you good? And I said, yeah. And he goes, did you study? And I was like, uh-huh. And I showed him my paper and it's like, always got scribbles all over it. Sorry, go ahead. What? No, tell me. No, I was going to say, because I don't like having a paper in front of me. The only reason I don't is because then I feel like I'll catch myself looking down at it. Do you even look at your notes during an interview? Because I don't feel like you you do. And here's my Matt Damon notes. Like, yeah, a hundred percent. I don't look at them. Interesting. I do. And I also like afterwards always say to Joel, who's our features producer, I'm always like, Joel, you good? Anything else? But look, I think there's one thing. And you got to listen, right? There's one, you know, because there's something could come up and you question them on it and everything like that. And, you know, you could miss something really important, but yeah, I'm a big notes. I interesting because we have notes for our Matt Damon interview. This interview could start and none of these questions could even be asked Uh to to your point about interviewing one-on-one listen to what the person is saying because they're going to take you in another direction and follow them. And then obviously if you have to bring it back because the publicist also wants you to ask questions about the movie you're interviewing them, not just what's your favorite color. Uh, But yeah, that's interesting how everyone does different prep. Huh? Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. What's one Um, of your questions on your list right there? 
Well, Jarrett wants me to ask him about Jason Bourne and if there's going to be any more Jason Bourne because he's dying for them. Um, I don't know. I'm just excited. I have talked to him really, really quickly before, you know, when he was with his family. So I didn't want to bother him. Also, my husband was like freaking out that he was actually in the same building as us. And I was like, get it together. Um, and he wanted to go ski with him and, you know, want to spend the whole day with him. And I was like, please just leave the building. But, um, no, I'm just excited. He, I feel like all of us just think we know Matt Damon so much. You and I grew up with him. I feel like he's just one of those guys that just seems so easy to talk to. I want it to go well, you know? Not to mention, he's one of those people, I mean, it's he's, you know, one of the greatest actors that we've ever seen for the reason that he is believable in every single role he's in, right? Like, no matter what the movie, no matter what the genre of the movie, like, he's just that person that you buy. Yeah. And in this movie, I'm like, oh, you're Bill Baker. Like, we're about to interview him. And that is just, it's a testament to being a good actor. I have never, have you ever wanted Bill. to be an actor? Bill. Then that little French accent. Mm-hmm. I love that little girl in this movie. I have to ask so him about cute. her. But um, have you ever wanted to do anything involving acting? No. Me it's neither. just not my thing. It's not, not my, my thing, thing either. We're live TV kind of people. Yes. Like oh, react, react to what happens next. I can't imagine having to do the same scene over and over and no. over again. We don't have the patience for that. No. I don't have the patience anymore for us talking because Matt Damon's up next. So, you know what? Enough with us. We'll be back with more Calm Down Podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. Matt Damon's coming up. Guys, everyone loves a win, even if it's small. I had two big ones. I mean, congratulations to me. Let's celebrate. Finally cleaned out the fridge in the garage with all the nasty crap in the drawer from last Christmas, maybe even Thanksgiving. And... I'm getting somewhere on my closet. Purging, organizing, what about you? My big wins have to do with the cute little animals up at the ranch. Simba, who's my rescue, graduated. He doesn't have to stay in the crate overnight. He can hang out with the big boys at night. And also my sweet little baby chicks are thriving. So no matter if your win is big or small, it's still a win. And it calls for a celebration. And who's cheering right beside you? Say it with me, Aaron. State State Farm. Farm. The State Farm personal price plan helps you create an affordable price just for you. So talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings and eligibility vary by state. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. 
Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person any time, day, or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Ah, look at that. Hi. Hi. Uh, how are you, Matt? I'm good. I'm really good. Good. Yeah. Thank you for doing this. We appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thank you so thank much. You. you know, the good thing about all of this, Matt, is Aaron and I were talking before you got on here. It felt so good to watch a movie again. And like going in and actually seeing a screener off Wilshire Boulevard, I've never been happier to go into that <laughs> screening room. I'm telling you right now. I can't imagine how you feel. Yeah, I mean, I got to see this with an audience in France and at yeah. the festival. I was like... I got totally overwhelmed. It snuck up on me because I, I didn't realize. I mean, I knew I missed going to movies, but I didn't. I mean, it sounds awful. I got choked up in my own movie, but <laughs> but it was actually it was more that there were people again in the movie theater. Like it, it just felt different. Hell of a yeah, performance. I felt the same way with, and just watching their full disclosure, my husband, who is the biggest fan in the world, I was just telling Carissa, there was a scene, a lot of them, where you're just walking with a purpose. And he said out loud, God, I love him. And I was like, I know, but it's just so great to see him back <laughs> on screen again. And, and you talked about getting choked up. What are you so excited about? Maybe just the same experience Carissa and I had, you yourself, of people getting back and watching this again? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a good reminder, I think, that, you know, after watching things for 18 months on our televisions at home, like, because yeah. I worry about that with my own kids watching, like, it's a different thing when you go to a movie theater. It's it's like you're going to church, right? It's like, it's a different, yeah. it's a different type of experience. The movie starts when it starts and you have to be there and it doesn't stop if you need to get up. It keeps going. And so you have to, you're at the behest of the movie a little more than when you're at home and you know, my kids are just used to totally controlling what they watch. Like it'll stop and start whenever they want. They can go do something, they can go think about something, go play, they can go, they can go make popcorn, they can do anything they want. You know what I mean? It's a very different relationship to what they're taking in than I had when I was their age. And, and I miss that, I, I, I like that. I like that people pay attention to the work that I do, you know what I mean? <laughs> Versus, uh, you know, being distracted and dealing with a bunch of other stuff you know, and watching it on a laptop or a phone. And by the way, Matt, we didn't even need to introduce you because it's weird being like, hey, this is Matt Damon. It's normally what we say on a Monday, you know, of a podcast. So just like casual. Um, I would say we would list all your accolades, but we only have you for 20 minutes. We'll make it quick. But you mentioned your daughter. Um, there was all you doing press and talking about your daughter saying that she won't watch your movies. I find this very entertaining. How come? I, I don't know. I mean, she just... She's just like, no, I think I think if she thinks I might be good in the movie, she doesn't want to watch it. She loves giving me shit, basically. <laughs> and she's really funny. And she like, so anytime I bring up movies, she brings up the ones that didn't work. And she's like, no, no, I know you were in this one. And I'm like, God, I mean, you know, but like something like Good Will Hunting, she just flat out won't see. She's just like, no, I'm not interested. No. But is she interested in maybe going to any games with you or, you know, taking on your love of sports? Because, I mean, we're two girls that did that because of our dads. We know how much you love Boston. Any interest in that? I'm, I'll definitely be able to start dragging her to, to, to things. You know, yeah. you know, we're moving to New York this fall. I mean, but what she really wants, what she's really into, actually, uh, all my kids are 
like uh, I'll be able to take her to a lot of concerts. Yeah. You know, which, um, you know, she's a huge, you know, Taylor Swift fan, uh, Harry Styles, like that stuff. And, and she, you know, she, she's like loves, you know, playing music in the house. She can play, you know, Billie Eilish. She can play all these songs on the piano and she's teaching herself guitar. And like, you know, my youngest is like writing all this poetry. And she's like, Aww. she's like, dad, I've written 120 songs. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and then she reads and they're about these things that, you know, they're, they're a 10 year old's approximation of what an adult song sound like, you know what I mean? Because she's, oh, yeah. they're dealing with concepts that she hasn't even kind of come into contact with in her real life yet. Cause she's just 10, but they're pretty awesome. I want to know what concert you want to go to. I went to a Paul McCartney concert with my dad a couple years ago at Dodger stadium, got full on hammered. And I, I was that where Ringo showed up. Yes. Were you there? Yeah. No, no, I oh. wasn't. I, I was, on the other side of the world, but it came across my, and no, it was my daughter, my 15 year old who likes, who's into music. She was like, dad, check this out. And we watched the moment when he, when they yes. when the remaining Beatles, that was amazing. Yeah. That was really cool. Even more. So he walked in front of us and I, I could hear, I could hear better than my dad and people saying Ringo, Ringo, Ringo. And I'm like, Holy shit, dad. I think Ringo's walking. And my dad's like, what, what? And we saw him <laughs> walk right by us. Then he's on the stage and just singing together with my dad. I mean, forever oh, tears. Yeah. It was amazing. I bet. That's awesome. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, we've been looking at what's coming through New York. We're we're in Brooklyn, so we're looking at Barclay and at mm -hmm. M and MSG. So like, yeah, there's a bunch coming. I think Harry Styles is playing like around my birthday in October, which my 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 daughter is. Uh, Cute. We'll be we'll be going to that one definitely. <laughs> awesome. Well, Matt, you're the ultimate girl dad. How much did you draw upon your relationship with your girls for this movie? Because obviously, you know Maya, who I just fell in love with. I, yeah. I wanted to just take her home with me or move to France, one of the two. But um, how much did that help you in this particular role as Bill Baker? Well, yeah, that I mean, so the movie about yeah my i've got my daughter who's in jail in the movie and uh in marseille in france and that's a relationship that i you know in the story i've done all this damage to i've you know i was you know an alcoholic and an addict and and was an absentee dad and kind of carry all this guilt and shame and feel responsible for for where she finds herself and so the movie's about this guy trying to repair that relationship and then kind of falling into this relationship with this little eight-year-old girl who ends up, he kind of has the relationship with her that he couldn't have with his own daughter. And, mm -hmm. and so, yeah, she, Lilu is the little girl's name who plays Maya. And uh, after like the first day of shooting, Tom and I had like a come to Jesus meeting. Like we sat down and we were like, okay, this kid's like pitching a no hitter. Like we can't <laughs> this up. Don't talk like, about it. <laughs> like, like, how do we make it? We got to keep it really light and keep it really fun for her. Yeah. Like, don't like keep everyone away from her. Don't like, cause you know, a lot of times well-meaning kind of people around the project and can start giving notes to little kids and they just start confusing them. And, you know, they end up kind of pulling faces and do, you know, and it's like, just, get everybody away from her and like, let's make this really fun for her. Cause we were saying she's like the, the you know, the Meryl Streep of eight year olds. Oh, she was amazing. So, yeah. But she's, she's really incredible. And she just naturally just kind of couldn't do it the same way twice, which is, wow. which is like a thing. It takes a long time to learn that. Um, but she just intuitively knew that. What is that thing called disclaimer alert? What is it when people are like, don't tell us the ending, like close your ears now. I'm going to say that whatever people say when they're watching The Bachelor <laughs> or some crap like that. A spoiler Matt, alert. Spoiler alert.
alert with disclaimer alert. Wow. Stick to sports, gal. Um, can you that's a pretty good synonym? I mean, that's like <laughs> just signs I of a to, vocabulary. I went to Florida, you went to Harvard. We get it. Um, okay, spoiler alert. <laughs> Can you just go back and get them? Like, I love the ending. I thought it was perfect. We're sitting there. You're talking to your your daughter, uh, you know, back in Oklahoma. Uh, just go get them. Go get Maya. Go get them. I know. It's what's so brutal about the movie. It's it so is. heartbreaking. And Tom and I said that. We shot, we shot all the Marseille stuff first, which was great mm-hmm. because that Oklahoma stuff at the end really was kind of full because it had real meaning because we'd lived through that. And it's yeah. like, can you believe when we walked back into the house that, that he had chosen for Bill's house by myself with my suitcase and like looked around, I was like, this is, this is so depressing. Like <laughs> think about that apartment that opened up and it was all of Marseille and the Mediterranean and this life that this guy had there. And no, I love the ending. Cause it's like the world's never going to look the same to that guy. You know, she, yeah. and she, and you know, he's, his daughter says, doesn't it all look the same? And he's like, yeah, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Like it'll, you know, it, I, I don't hardly recognize it anymore. Yeah. Amazing. Um, I, I covered the big 10 for my college football uh, time. Aaron spent a lot of time in Stillwater. So before you jumped on, what was the bar that you wanted to ask Matt if he went to? Oh, I can't. I'd love to know if Matt Damon went to Eskimo Joe's, but I don't know if you can go to any bar anymore like you did back in the day. But did anyone take you by Eskimo Joe's? Yeah. Uh, Sterling Harjo, the director yes. from Oklahoma, who's a friend of Tom's, kind of gave us a, you know, took us around Stillwater a little bit. Mm-hmm. So we didn't have a lot of time in Stillwater because it was more <laughs> about the it was more about getting out to those oil rigs <clears throat> with yeah. the roughnecks. But yeah, I got a little tour of Stillwater. Oh, That's yeah. It's great there. It is. You, yeah, you you were out there a lot, huh? Well, I'm I'm a what am I? I'm a four. What what did what's Gundy's line? Don't come at me. I'm a I'm forty, right? Coach Van Gundy or Coach I'm a, Gundy from I'm a yeah. man. I'm man. I'm, I'm a man. 40. I'm forty. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, I spent a ton of time in Stillwater. Just can you maybe tell us best memory coming from there? Oh, for me, it was meeting those roughnecks. It was like going yeah. to their home. It was like it was just it was such a such a different culture than from where I'm from. You know, but like just a great, like they were like this family. I mean, they they just could not. Kenny Baker, this guy who helped us, we actually Mm -hmm. named Bill Baker after him. You know, it's just kind of a nod to him. We gave him the same last name just because we were so grateful to Kenny. And but just, you know, his, you know, his whole family. We literally went, had a barbecue, like, you know, shot shotguns. You know, it was just I, I could not have they could not have been more welcoming. It couldn't have been more fun. And the movie really is what it is because of their help. Like it wouldn't, we, you know, it was it's such a specific thing to be a roughneck. Mm-hmm. We really wanted to get it right. And we couldn't have got it right without them. So so that was my definitely my best Oklahoma memory. Mediator. That was perfect. Theater. 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 You know, we called him. It was funny. We were sitting in, we were on in the Calanques in Marseille, which is that beautiful area with the, where we shot that scene. And we rehearsed it once. And I said, theater. And Tom said, Matt, not theater, theater, theater. I said, dude, I think it's theater. And we called Kenny. We were like, Kenny. Yes. And he was always like, he was like, yes, sir. We were like, Kenny, would you say theater or theater? And he was like, Theater. And I was like, boom. <laughs> like, yeah. So, uh, no, that was, uh, but we, we definitely double checked our work because we wanted to get it right. Amazing. Matt, at this point in your career, you can do anything, any role. Why do you pick the roles that you pick now specifically? Why this one? This one, because I wanted to work with Tom. I just love his movies. 
and I just loved this story. I thought it was beautiful. And then later in the year, I have another one coming out called The Last Duel that we Ben and I wrote with Nicole Holliff Center. And it was just this incredible story about 14th century France and the last sanctioned duel to the death between these two knights, one of whom claimed the other raped his wife. And so we saw it as this kind of story of perspective. So Ben and I wrote the two male perspectives and Nicole wrote the female perspective and we put them together. I think it's going to be really good, but it just was interesting. It was like a real, I think I just, I just am looking to do stuff that I think is going to be good. Um, you know, it, it's, I kind of just choose things kind of like each one's a one-off, you know, mm -hmm. it's like, if it, I kind of, you never know. Like I, like I tell my daughter, Isabella, we don't get to see the movie before we make it. Mm -hmm. um, doesn't stop her from giving me shit when they don't work. But, um, <laughs> well, I just I hope, hopefully I'll make some more good ones. I think you're doing all right. I think this yeah, acting thing might work out well for you. <laughs> Was your first movie Mystic Pizza? First line in a feature, yeah. First line in a feature. So does night. Okay, Aaron and I have an affinity for Julia Roberts, like oh, many. I mean, who doesn't? You, you have yeah. to. Okay, you have to give us just a little bit of Julia Roberts that, like, we would never have access to that you have. What I mean is, she is wonderful as. Yes. Oh. Yes, she is. She is, and look from that. It's funny that I ended up. You know, I, I worked for like three days on Mystic Pizza when that was her big, her, one of her first big breaks, and she was like. 19 years old yeah. and uh and then she blew up into the biggest movie star in the world and then i worked with her again years later on the oceans movies and like she just couldn't be cooler and nicer and, yeah. and uh she's everything you would want her to be you know we love that because coming from sports when people like ask aaron like how's tom brady and he's like as advertised it's like I mean, so yeah. nice when you get the other side of that so will you be going to the game on october 3rd that's uh, an excellent question. I'm <laughs> definitely watching it and I'll be in New York, so I might be able to make it Ooh. up. That might also be the same night as the Harry Styles concert. Oh, so. <laughs> we got a problem here. Rock, paper, scissors. I'm going to be watching that game. I mean, that is like, I, I can't wait. I can't wait. I, look, I'm, I'm, you guys, I'm sure Aaron knows what a fan I am of Tom. Like, I, I love that guy. And he is as nice as people. Yes. From, I mean, you can't actually believe how nice that guy is. And I and I'm like I'm all in on on his on his career. Like everyone's like, you know, back home and like you're a Bucks fan. What's wrong with you, bro? But uh, <laughs> it's like I just love Tom. And I and I you know if if there's a Patriots game on and a Bucks game on, I'm watching the Bucks game until until Tommy hangs him up. Definitely. When the news came out, because we were working the NFC championship and there was like rumors, he's going to go maybe Tampa. And I was like, shut up. We'll see what happens. And <laughs> I'd obviously talk to him, but the news comes out. He's gone. What, what's your thought? He is no longer going to be a Pat. I already knew he wasn't going to be a Pat. Yeah. Cause you talked to him. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know where he was going to go. Same. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know where he was going to go. And he didn't know where he was going to go. Yeah. You know? I, know. I, I think mm -hmm. for I mean, that was the sense I got. I mean, Ben talked to him around that time. I didn't, yep. and then immediately called me. You know, downloaded like what what was up. But uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, look, I mean, it's like he's, you know, the, I hope he plays till he's fifty. But me too. but he has every. I'm I'm glad he kind of took control of his destiny, and I'm glad that they've taken such good care of him down there. Like that team's amazing. Like oh, the yeah. fact that they got all their starters back. Like that, that team, that, you know, that's that awesome. And that defense is young and flies around. They're that defense. So good. They're so good. And, uh, and now they all know, like they already all won a Super Bowl. Now yes. it's all about like, all right, 
What are we going to do this year? I mean, I, I can't wait, man. It's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. Aaron, look it. out your window. Devin White's probably on a horse out there in Montana as we speak. <laughs> I that will guy. say spoil alert and I will use it right. Uh, that arm looks great. I may or may not have sat in on a few throwing sessions and it's just like, I love him because I know Matt, you're 50, I'm 43. He just makes it look so damn good. And when you guys talked about Julia Roberts, I was like, I always say to people, Tom is so fresh. He smells fresh. Who smells better, Tom or Julia Roberts? I, I need to know. Great question, Aaron. That's an excellent Thanks. question. Those are two of the best smelling people in the world. <laughs> But yeah, to your point, like the idea that people thought this dude was going to fall off a cliff, yeah, right? right? What arm are you looking at? If you think his arm, there's been any fall. People talk about his production. Production doesn't always have to do with the quarterback. It has to do with a lot of other things. Look at the velocity on the ball. It's all there. Like, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, it, it you know, if, if he's falling off a cliff, it ain't it ain't yet. You know, when I saw that velocity on that arm going into the second half of that Packers game, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Scotty hey, Miller. Yeah. Do you yeah. get to watch the Red Sox in Australia at all? Like, what time are they, those games on? No, I haven't seen the Red Sox this year. I know they're good. Um, I'm excited to re-engage. I, I was talking to Bill Simmons about this. I We had a little bit of a separation. Like, it wasn't – it's not a divorce. We can't – we're married to the Red Sox forever. Right. But with the Mookie thing, like – I definitely, I definitely moved into a condo for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> I needed some time. It was conscious uncoupling or something, right? I needed some time. I know, I know we're going to be back together and I know it's the marriage that I want, but I, <laughs> but I need some time to forgive you for what you did. Matt, to bring it back, because then we got to let you go. But um, Tom may have seven rings. We, uh, which one's his favorite? We will ask him when he's all said and done, because he's looking next for more. That's what he but, always says, the next one. The next one, right. But do you have do you have a favorite movie that you've done? I, I mean, I know that there's so many to choose from, but is there one that just has your heart? Well, I mean, Good Will Hunting will always be a special one, because it it changed everything for both mm -hmm. of us, you know, yeah. and, and I don't think there's one movie that could ever do that again. Like, you know, sort of that time in our lives and, you know, to go from like watching, you know, the dude was living on my couch when we sold that screenplay, awesome. you know what I mean? Like, so it's a real, to go from that to kind of, um, you know, being able to work and do this job. I mean, we've both been working consistently for like, you know, 25 years now. So that so that one will always be and we're proud of it we're proud you know um of the movie still so um one of these days i'm gonna get my kid to watch it <laughs> blows my mind <laughs> well you can watch Stillwater uh july 30th along with everyone else we appreciate the time matt thank you Thanks thank you so much thank you guys appreciate it Calm Down with Aaron and Carissa is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Life is full of personal wins. I'm still waiting for mine. Whether it's cleaning your house or getting that dream car, winning at life is a great feeling. 
And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling your home and auto. Chrissy, you're always on top of all of this. Well, I am very deficient in some areas, but this is not one of them. I also love how personal State Farm is. I love my State Farm agent, Mike. Shout out to Mike. And guess what? Today, you guys can talk to a State Farm agent to learn how to bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, wait for it, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability amount on discounts and savings and eligibility vary by state. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare 